Welcome to the Nerd Cave News. I am one of your hosts, Zach Dykes, joined along with Whippy, Big Mac, Masterson. No exposition? No exposition. Whippy, Big Mac, Masterson. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Whippy. Oh, Whippy, Big Mac. <laughs> I like the name, but no exposition takes major points off of that. Please tell me you did this so I can bash it even more. No, I didn't do this. This was like number five, like out of all the suggested ones. We've got 61 suggested names. Okay, we need need more, okay, because I've used a lot of them. But I went back to the old ones, and I didn't write any of this. This was Davis. Davis came up with Whippy Big Mac Masterson's. Okay. Murdoch. All right, so since you didn't write it, I'm not going to bash it because I do like the name. But points off because there's no exposition. But thinking about it, I'm going to put in a, an asterisk by it because this may have been put in before we started requiring it was. exposition. It was. It was. Okay. Then never mind. We're ago. good. Yeah. We're good. Like, but I still can't put it high because now we're at the the exposition uh, r- rule of thumb. But it is a good name. I will say, Whip, Whippy Big Mac M- M- Anderson. Good. Masterson. Masterson, excuse me. Yeah. Now, I was going to, like, totally throw you off. Like, I knew no exposition would throw you off on this, Whippy. I was just going to say, I would. I literally was going to say, and join along with Derek. I was literally just going to do that, just like. (laughs) (laughs) Just make it the most unenthusiastic thing ever. Yep, and join along with Derek. This guy. Yeah, the one with the face. The one that's never known the love of a Vita. I did play the Vita. Didn't play it much, though. Yeah, exactly. You never knew the love of a Vita. I'm living La Vita Loca. This episode is brought to you by our wonderful patrons. You can become part of the ship, part of the exclusive crew by going over to patreon.com slash nerdcave, just like our wonderful crew members. The first mate, Brandon Hicks, our helmsman, the conductor, our gunners, Daniel Sanford, Rushing Water Joga, Marilyn James, Brittany the Granny B. Harrison, and our deckhand, Martin Sager. This is the Nerd Cave News, where each and every week you can we run you through all the video game news that you need to know. You can watch us live over at twitch.tv slash nerdcave on the Thursdays at 7 p.m. Check out all the shenanigans. If you missed out the shenanigans on this episode, you missed out on something great. I'm going to just tell you. Yes, you you did. He'll edit it and clip it in on on the YouTube page later on, but my goodness. You you need to watch it. You need to watch it. I activated his ultimate trap card. And I knew it, too. I knew it. Yep. You fell for it. I did like a reverse, reverse, plus two, reverse, reverse, plus two, reverse, plus four wild card. No. And I was already out, out of the door by the, by the time you even realized it. What, why, why, why do you do this to me? I thought you loved me. I do love you. Never mind. Hold on. We've established this. If you don't mess with me, you don't love me. Okay. Ne- never mind. That's a bad argument. I do love you. Mm-hmm. But if I didn't mess with you, you'd think I was mad at you. Yeah, that's true. You know what I mean? Guys, you can watch the show later over on YouTube.com slash Nerdcave Network. Make sure to hit the follow and subscribe button so you don't miss out on anything. Check out the podcast version on services around the sphere. 
that we live on earth Mm-mm. the globe whatever you want to say guys you can check it out every week listen subscribe give it five stars or Derek will find you no you'll just be on my target this week hey i've been waiting i've been wanting to see you but you hadn't come down i hadn't come down in like three years never mind yeah it probably feels like it probably has been that long I've but seen I can't, you. But I can't I complain. Come down to your neck of the woods. Yeah, I can't complain because, like, the last time I saw you, you gave me a PS5. You know what I mean? Exactly. Exactly. You know what I mean? But I can't complain because that's that's part of this. It's part of our relationship. <laughs> I mean, part yeah, of our relationship. Also, that's true. You know what? You know what? If I've got to be your Itachi, Derek, if I've got to be the thing that pushes you to become who you're supposed to be. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like if I if I gotta murder everybody, everybody that you love, <laughs> and go <All> right. <laughs> and go rogue. You know what I mean? If I've I've gotta like butcher everything that you love, if I gotta point out that those aren't smoothies, all of these things, Derek. If I've gotta, you know, I gotta, you know, tell you, you ain't got enough hatred in you, whatever it is. You know what I mean? I gotta poke you with my two fingers, like over on the like on your head. It's like, not today, Sasuke. Not today. I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll do it because I, I love you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's bold of you to think that you're worthy to be up there with Itachi, but you know, <clears throat> teach their own. I am Itachi. You know what I mean? <laughs> There, there is a flaw to every jutsu, and that flaw is me. <laughs> oh, August Game Club is here, guys, and we're playing God of War 2018, the best God of War. The we want, we, 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 you know, once Ragnarok comes out, which uh, let's let's check into our counter, Derek. Uh, let's activate our counter. Seventy-five days, four hours, fifty minutes, fifty-eight minutes, and forty-two seconds. Man. It's getting closer. I'm what's, I'm what's wait, I, I can't wait till we hit that 60 day mark because it's like, all right, we're two months away. Yeah. Yeah. And then when that 30 day mark hit, this is like, it's going to be like, oh, let's go. Let's go. I'm excited. I'm excited for it. But we're playing God of War right now. Fantastic game. I have not been able to play this week. Did you get to play any this week of the best ever God of War? Yeah. So I did. I got out of Alfheim. Um, mm. I'm back in Midgard. Um, did some side quests uh, for both of the dwarves. Uh, my goodness, like you know, when you're first introduced to Brock, it, it the 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 language isn't that bad, but it's like once you come back from Alfheim and he he asks a favor of you, he just like pops off like it's just a second language to him, and I'm just like, my gosh, like I forgot that the, he was this bad, um, and I also forgot um, in Alfheim because there's a person you fight. And Atreus alludes to something that I realized did never get addressed the rest of the game. And I'm like, okay, will this be set? Will this be addressed in Ragnarok? Um, it's just a little thing. He's like, are you sure? And, and I'm like, oh yeah, that, that he, he did bring that up. And I'm like, that never gets addressed the rest of the game. I'm like, I wonder if they will, because you know, God of War, like in the other ones in the rest of them. Cause you know, you see like God of War two, you meet Zeus, uh, you find out, spoilers 
even though it's a almost a two decade old game at this point, God of War Two, you find out Zeus is your daddy, and he don't want you, so he sends you to Hades. He um, got you. He got you yeah, like exactly. a fish. And he really does. And then you don't <laughs> see him for the rest of the game. And then you mm -hmm. actually get re try and get revenge in God of War 3. So I'm just like, all right, they're definitely setting some stuff up or like teasing some stuff. And maybe it won't. Maybe it's just one of those open-ended things where it's like, you'll, and the world may never know. But mm -hmm. I'm just like, huh. It, it's another reason why I'm glad we're replaying through this game because there's some things that I forgot about or yep. missed. And I'm just like, huh. Okay. Or like knowing what I know after beating it, I'm just like, huh. They're, 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 they were teasing it or like hinting at it way back this. Yeah, yeah. Which I liked about God of War that there was not, it wasn't just cut and dry each game, that there were through lines from one game to the next that made yeah. it really really interesting and made you want to play all three games uh so i'm i'm really really excited about that uh dan just said that he beat it yesterday uh beating the main story yesterday of god of war the Say second this time i'll do respect dan because i know you you plow through games i'm not surprised yeah uh which this is the second time through the game and everything so yeah uh nate says god of war ragnarok it's going to be delayed no no like I was of that mindset too, Nate, and it was, you know, I was like, all right, no collector's editions are out, like, Harry, like, we'll get into it later, Hogwarts Legacy got delayed, and it seems like the new date's gonna stick, because they just put out the collector's edition for pre-order, so it's like, all right, one, once you start seeing enough of the signs, you're just like, you just gotta accept it. Yeah, you gotta accept the inevitable, you know what I mean? Like, I am inevitable. Yeah. And I am Iron Man. Well, he died too. <laughs> you know, as long as I take you with me, it's okay. Well, you know, I'll I'll go on a road trip with you anytime. Anytime, anytime. Uh, but yeah, I'm really looking forward to getting more into God of War. I love that game. Uh, the first time you meet Brock, he, he he's he's dropping some language too. Like, don't don't even fool yourself. Like he's over here. Like, no, 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 no. it's like, 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 oh my no, god, no, no, he is dropping it. But like when you when you oh, come yeah. back from Alfheim. It it's like even more. Word is like that. Yeah, it's even more. So I am loving God of War. Murdoch is still on the fence on it. That's okay. That's okay, Murdoch. Yeah, and I mean, not everything is for everyone, and that's okay. Like, that, even though he said that's debatable, I'm like, I should have put an asterisk to me. It's the GOAT. You know what I mean? It is. You got to be careful in that day and age because now in a world of plenty of options or too many options, there's something for everybody, and everyone has different opinions, and that's okay as long as they're not hateful. Yeah. Like, I love the original trilogy. I think three was probably the strongest of the original. Oh, by far. Just because, like, the camera stopped being so tanky. Um, it wasn't as, like, it felt more fluid as it went on and yeah. everything. Uh, but, yeah, Ascension, the best ever. Best ever. Just like Troll. Multiplayer, multiplayer yeah. top tier beats COD and Halo hands down. Yeah. It's like Troll 2. Like Troll 2, it's just the best. Uh, yeah. Murdoch says, I'm over here just wanting one game I really want to play act to actually mean something to be worth the money I spend on a pre order. I'm, I'm sure I know which one you're talking about. You're talking about, uh, oh, uh, Skull and Bones. You mean Dustin Bones? Yeah. So, and then uh, he follows that up with uh, the last two games I wanted to. Ended up not being good at launch or after. 
And uh, I, I could I could see one of them being uh, Battlefield, but what was the other one? Yeah, 2042 and Extraction. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He was really big on uh, uh, Rainbow Six Extraction. That was right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So hmm. hopefully, hopefully it'll be good. Like I want everybody's just, games to be good. I just I, we try to temper people's expectations. That's kind I of know. like how the show is because we've had games that have come out that we've been super hyped on, and then it's like heart wrenching. It's like why does this stink so bad? <laughs> what, what, what is this trash? Yeah. Like Ascension. Um, yes. Um, what was... Oh, what was I going to say? Because I know we haven't really talked about it that much. Um, I know we, we we talked about it like when it was like first announced and then it got delayed and we never really talked about it again. But I had my, my skepticism going into Saints Row launch because I even was on the fence. I was like, do I want to get into this like reboot because I never really got into the original set of games? And something told me no. And the reviews came out. And they were like mediocre to bad. I'm like, glad I saved my 60 bucks on this game. Yeah, like everybody's been dogging on it. So like I yeah. kind of felt like it was going to be bad. So, you know. Well, it's like when they tried to like, when their whole shtick was like, yeah, they would have trailers talking about the world or whatever, but it's like, oh, make your own boss. And then it's like, make create your gang. And like, that was all their trailers were leading up to launch. I'm like. Oh, so you're about the character creation and not about making an interesting story or world. Got it. Your game's not going to be that great. Yep. It's just a uh, crankdown three all over again. <laughs> At least Saints Row has substance compared to crankdown three. Yeah, true, 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 true. Uh, so hopefully everybody's games that will be coming out will be good. And the ones that weren't will get fixed so they will be good. Uh, I'm still yeah. hoping that uh, Cyberpunk will... We'll make the make the epic journey back to the top of Olympus, uh, right. just like the prodigal uh, son will be will will return. Hopefully, because you know we we saw No Man's Sky do it. Hopefully, Cyberpunk yeah. will do it. Uh, I Saints Row will not. I will just tell you that. I mean, I'm just saying, just throwing this out here. We haven't heard a peep out of Cyberpunk since I think maybe the beginning of the year when they talked about their roadmap and like they had to push mm -hmm. some stuff. Like the next gen versions came out, and that's been it. Yeah. So they've kept their they're in their keeping their heads down phase. So hopefully, because I know they got some DLC that they want to throw out there, and I think um, no, I think the multiplayer got scrapped. Yeah, um, I did. Yeah, so um, they got some story DLC in the works. So maybe when they come back, it'll be balling. We'll see. Hopefully so. Hopefully so. But guys, that is not what we're talking about tonight. None of that was what we were talking about tonight. So I'm going to admonish Derek. About? I'm going to admonish Derek real quick. Admonished. You've been admonished, okay? What is that? Uh, I'm, I don't know. Okay. I mean, I mean. I'll go with it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm happy, guys. I hope y'all know that. Like, I'm excited. I'm happy. Because it's time for the game discussion. First up, Xbox. Phil Spencer expects to see few platform exclusives in the future. So the executive commented that multi-format multi games was healthier in the long run for the video games industry compared to exclusive titles, which he says are, quote, something we're just going to see less and less of. Quote, maybe you happen... Maybe you happen in your household to buy an Xbox and I buy a PlayStation and our kids want to play together and they can't because we bought the wrong piece of plastic or plug into our television. 
Uh, we really love to be able to bring more players in reducing friction, making people feel safe, secure, and they're when they're playing, allowing them to find their friends, play with their friends, regardless of what device. I think in the long run that is good for the for this industry, and maybe on the sh maybe in the short run, there's some people there's some people in some companies that don't love it. But I think as we get over the hump and see where this industry can continue to grow, it proves out to be true. Um, I think I think a better way to phrase this, like, because I do think he has a point. But and we've talked about it before. I think a better way to phrase this is like seeing only platform centric games, like only on Xbox, only on PlayStation. Like, and I don't think he even means like, oh, like Halo's going to come to PlayStation or Uncharted's mm -hmm. going to come to Xbox or whatever, or Mario's going to come multi platform. You know what I mean? If we're throwing yeah. Nintendo in there, I think he's talking about like more like what because Xbox we kept talking about they're the early adopters and Phil's try like has been the spearhead of this mindset of like look. We don't care what where you play these games yeah. as long as you get to play and enjoy these games and we you know what he doesn't want to include in there but it's like as long as we make money at the end of the day off these we're good. We can continue to make games that you all want to play no matter where you're playing them. Um I think he's more talking about the PC side is like cuz you know PlayStation has been now uh joined has jumped into the pool with the other kids. Nintendo's still the the random outcast that's like, "Oh, we'll We'll take our toys and go home and stay over here in this corner. Um, but PlayStation, we've seen, like, they're, they're, they're now, like, went, like yeah, we saw stuff like Death Stranding, which was, like, a mid-tier exclusive uh, jump off, jump the gun uh, to PC. That was the first one. But then when they put, like, Uncharted, God of War was a, was a huge one, the 2018 mm -hmm. version. And now Spider-Man, most recently, um, has been on there, and it's done gangbusters. I think that's what we're, what we're seeing now. Because we've already seen, because he's talking about, like, oh, if I buy one and my friend buys another one, you know, we're kind of locked in. But now we're starting to see those barriers break down, at least in the third-party community, yeah. uh, with multiplayer games with cross-platform play. Um, now, single-player, yeah, obviously you can't play that across any console, but we're seeing that streamed, like, with remote play on PlayStation yep. and with uh, cloud X streaming cloud. Yep. on Xbox. So we're starting to see more and more barriers being broken. But so I don't know if he's necessarily saying that he wants like I I think Phil wouldn't care if Halo went to PlayStation as long as that means he gets to make money um off of it. Um but you know I think he's more taking like well PlayStation like he I think he's more insinuating like PlayStation and Nintendo. Now I think Nintendo will be the last bastion to ever go multi plat. Like I think I don't ever see Nintendo properties I don't mm -mm. at least in our lifetime going to PC. Like, no. it took, like, because they tried their hand on mobile. Now, granted, you can make an argument that they were a little too rigid and too, like, close to the vest with putting some properties on mobile, and they and they kept it from being a bigger success than it was. Um, but, you know, they tried, and they didn't They didn't let, stick long with it, so they're just like, we'll just keep it on our system and be we'll, we're good. Yeah, well, Fire Emblem did gangbusters of money yeah. and still is making a ton of money on mobile. But uh, to your point, like we saw death stranding go to PC, but we just saw death stranding get added to game pass. Yep. This, uh, this uh, Tuesday. So that's huge. Seeing that sort of property be, yeah. be put on game pass that follows like, again, the MLB, the show is a totally different kind of situation than, yeah, the it was death a different, like different set of corporate overlords that we're seeing that you know but i think what there's what we're seeing here is 
this progression of more people getting to play together. Um, Crossplay was a huge issue for a long time. We saw Xbox be the first to really push that uh, with PC and everything. PlayStation mm-hmm. didn't want to do it. Nintendo was never going to do it. Um, but PlayStation was really pressured, and then we saw playstation and pc and then finally we saw playstation being able to play with xbox as well Mm -hmm. and that was because of enormous pressure by the the gamers and other people because it was like in the long run this will make you money yep exclusivities exclusives this is my take on this Mm -hmm. is still the way to make money Regardless, if you're selling a service, it is the way to make money. Why do people subscribe to Netflix, Stranger Things, yep. Umbrella Academy, and then the few other things that get on that on that service? Yeah, that is the reason. It is not because, yep. oh well, they have you know all the Nickelodeon stuff. Okay, well I can turn on Nickelodeon if I have that, or I right. can get uh, Paramount Plus, or I can yep. do like you know. The exclusives are the things that people go there for. Yep. HBO Max, same thing. Yep. Disney Plus, Mandalorian, all the Marvel stuff. Yep. Exclusives are what sells a platform, and yep. that's what Xbox is becoming. Yes, you can play it on any device, but you still have to have exclusives to sell that, even if it's third party. Even if it's yeah. third party, it's like, hey, with our subscription, you get access to these things. Hey, that yep. means I don't have to buy it full price. Yeah. That's still considered an exclusive in my mind because you're not having to pay full price. Yeah. So and and you and you 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 beat me to it because it's like this mindset of like ex, yes, exclusives still matter and exclusives, especially since we're still in like a hardware era, mm-hmm. um, is going to be what sells consoles. Like you know, God of War, Ragnarok, uh, Spider Man Two are going to be what keeps PS Five selling. And um, just like how Mario games and Zelda and Breath yep. of the Wild Two is going to still swell switches, um, hand over fist. Yep. But now we're starting to see a, see a paradigm shift where it's not just oh you can only get this game that Sony owns the studio to only on a Sony owned console. Yep. Now you're starting to see like we see it in like TV and movie, like you said, um, it's a content it's a content streaming wars. Like it's like not only what you can get only from there it's like what you can get that is available to other platforms but only here if you pay mm-hmm. the subscription like like uh, blah, 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 like 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 game pass right like, let's say what's let's just say gotham knights right gotham knights like is going to be on uh, it's not on hypothetically day, game pass day hypothetically one. It, yeah just hypothetical <laughs> here let's just say like in february like six months after launch right Gotham Knights goes to Game Pass, and you still haven't tried the game out. You're going to be more incentivized, and it's like, all right, with the new PlayStation tiered uh, system, it's like, all right, is it going to be on here too? No, it's only going to be on Game Pass? Well, I'm mm-hmm. going to go to Xbox or PC uh, Game Pass and try it on there, yep. whereas, like, I, and I don't have to pay anything extra where I have to pay 60 bucks to PlayStation then try and, like, sell an arm and a leg and my firstborn child to try and even just get a, an attempt at a refund um, if I don't like it, whereas, uh, game pass, I could just like, all right, I don't like it. Delete. And I yeah. get that storage back, you know? Yeah, definitely. And, you know, I think that's going to be the future where it's like the exclusives on the platforms are a huge thing because to Murdoch's point, he bought a PS2 just for God of war. Yeah. I bought a PS3 just for God of war three. 
like that was I the only reason Xbox I got Xbox ones were sold like I know it's I know it was I know it didn't it flopped well I shouldn't say flop but it 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 fell off after about a month and a half but I can't tell you how many people bought an Xbox just for Titanfall 1 No oh, yeah same same so you know and exclusives are just going to take a different form I think that's all yeah. all it's going to be it's not going to be just necessarily sell a console in the long run you know in 10 years i think we're going to see i think we're still going to see hardware but i think we're going to see other alternatives to the hardware because xbox is really pushing that forefront which i am excited about seeing that tvs are getting integrated with this seeing that we can play stuff on our phones or we can play directly on our computers instead of buying another machine like i've got a computer here that I'm not buying a new Xbox. I'm just playing stuff on my PC, and that's it. And that's huge. That's huge. Well, let's move on, Derek. Let's move to the big topic of tonight, and that is Gamescom opening night live. we got a bunch of announcements here. Uh, We're going to kind of hit a few of these. We might talk a little bit more in depth on these. we got some trailers as well. So first up, Everywhere announced from ex-Rockstar developer, the open world game aims to blend thrilling gameplay, creativity, adventure, and discovery in a multi-world gaming experience. Sounds like a bunch of world salad. Word salad. Yeah, right. And I'll say it's like those it's like those big talking points from a Ubisoft E3 uh conference, you know? Yeah. But the biggest keyword is ex-Rockstar developers, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's like, all right, they know how to build open worlds, they yep. know how to make uh good side quest and good content in their games. So now i I thought it was like everywhere, um everything everywhere all at once, that yeah. movie yeah. or whatever. So I was just, I saw it everywhere. I'm like, are they making a game out of this? But no, it's just a game called Everywhere. Um I didn't really see any trailers on it. Um, but you know, it's like creativity, adventure, discovery, uh, multi-world gaming experience. It's like, all right, is this going to be a space exploration game? Because when you say multi-world, it's only a few places that can go either multiverse or space. I think it might be multiverse. Like that's, that would really everywhere. I don't know. Um, so I, Hey, I want to see more this next one, Derek, when I saw the trailer, I was like, okay. I'm excited. Dune Awakening gets a new trailer, an open-world survival MMO game set in the Dune universe with beta registration now open. Now, are you you excited about this? um, I did see the trailer. Um, I don't don't really care for MMOs. Like, Mm. that waned after Destiny. Uh, you know, hit. I'm just like, all right, I just can't devote time to this. Yeah, it looks cool. Like, I never, I haven't, I have yet to see the part one Dune movie. I didn't mm. even see the originals. Yeah, um, me too. Oh, yeah, I figured, but I, I kind of want to see the since they're now making like a gaming universe revolving around this, uh, around this world, which seems really interesting. Like, it's like Mad Max, but more futuristic and space mm. type of thing. Um, because they had that like. Uh, not a mobile game, but it was an RTS game called Spice Wars, which, you know, when they announced Dune, uh, I think everyone, like, it was hot off the heels of the movie from last year, and everyone lost their mind, and it's like, oh, it's an RTS game, and everyone's like, mm, okay, not our cup of tea, but I think this is going to be more up people's alley. Um, I don't know if I'm going to hit the beta registration, like, I, I might, if depending on when the dates are, but I don't know, it's, I, it's the MMO thing turns me off, but it looks cool. Yeah, I'm I'm excited about it. The movie, Derek, you need to watch it. It's great. Yeah. The pairing of the soundtrack as part of the sound design and the ship sounds yeah. is absolutely amazing. Um 
they did a really good job of telling a very complex story in the movie. The MMO, I'm really curious how they're going to work this. Uh, it, are you choosing what faction you're going to be? The Harkonnens? Are you part of the Bezzy Generac? Like, are you like what? How, like, where are you going to be? The Space Clan? Like, like all of these kind of stuff. There's so much there. There's a lot of political intrigue. There's a lot of a lot of depth that can go in this. Or are you yeah. just locked into Dune, like the planet? Like, yeah. are you locked into the sand planet and everything? So mm-hmm. there, there's a lot to really kind of unearth <laughs> there. Um, so I'm definitely gonna. I didn't even know they had a beta registration, so I'm gonna I'm gonna put my my name in the hat. Hopefully, get it. And if I get it, we'll be playing it on stream. So I'm mm-hmm. excited about that. But let's move to number three. Sony reveals the DualSense Edge for PlayStation 5, and we've got us a, a little fancy trailer trailer. You know yeah. what I mean? Like one of those things that they show. Now, the video trailer in our on, on our end on Discord went away, so you have to reshare it with me. Okay, well, I'll reshare it, Derek. I'll, I'll, sh- I'll sh- you know, what they say, sharing is caring. Yes. It can be fun. There we go. All right. All right. Far away, sir. All right, let's let's get us uh, over over there. There we go. Y'all seeing behind the scenes? Not really. All right, here we go. Now that one, mm. the trigger locks. That one, I, that's I like that, that. that gets me. I like that. I like that. Mm. Okay. Um, okay. I like it, like because you know we we didn't really see because who who did that um, for the PlayStation Four one, the modded controller. Uh, scuff. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. Scuff. Because you know they scuff, they yeah, did they go. they did one. They did 1.0, then it had some technical issues, so they did a recall, redid like a 2.0 version, and then we never saw it again. Now, of course, COVID hit and whatnot, so it kind of made production just like abysmal. Um, but, you know, it came and went. It wasn't here for a long time, so hopefully they get... I don't know who's doing this. I don't know if it's Sony themselves or whatnot, or if they're partnering with Scuff again, uh, but it looks it interesting. Look- like it, lo- it looks like they're taking more of a beat from the Elite controller um with some other things not all of it because mm. i think the elite controller still has a, more features or does some features better than uh, especially the scuff the scuff for ps4 did but uh it'll look intriguing now that price point is going to be also intriguing because if it's like 250 dollars, i'm out yeah i think that's the biggest problem with like scuff or and the elite controllers where they're very expensive like if yeah. this one's like 120 perfect price point they're they're it looks like there's customization, but there doesn't have to be a ton of customization to make this controller really work for the person. Um, yeah. Like the Elite controller had a lot of problems with the joysticks drifting after a while because uh, they had a lot of components that you could take in and out and all of that. Um, and that's something that they haven't even fixed yet uh, on the new ones. Scuff, I think, you know, for the Xbox side has been really great. Um, but yeah. this excites me because I can use, like, if I get one of these, I can use it on my place, uh, on my computer yeah, and use it 
uh, and like have the adaptive triggers, like having like one of the, my, my biggest things, I got my Xbox. I, I, when I play Halo, Derek, yeah, you can't see, but I'm using an old 360 controller wired and everything. Yeah. That's a long way. You gotta, you gotta go down to get the old, uh, the old Magnum going off. You yeah. know what I mean? But exactly. if I can stop it where it's like a lot shorter, man, I'd be, I'd be. Yeah. Your KD will skyrocket. Dude, I'm not, I'm not going to lie. Tuesday. Oh boy. You popped off again. Oh boy. My back was hurting after a while. <laughs> All that backpacking you did. Right, everybody's going to be like, oh my God, here goes Zach again. But yeah, <laughs> like we, we didn't lose a, we didn't lose the whole night. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And didn't go under 15 kills Ooh. and always had a positive KD. Anyway, that's neither here nor there. Let's move on to our next uh, thing. The mm-hmm. Castillo protocol gets a new game, new gameplay. Uh, so it, Callisto protocol. This is the one by the uh, Dead Space devs that mm. is very Dead Space centric. Um, I watched the gameplay trailer. Uh, very very reminiscent of dead space like even like some of the like it's they do have a crouch option uh now um and it's it seems like very smoother gameplay i hope we see this implemented in the dead space remake we're getting uh beginning of next year though i have my suspicion that'll get delayed out of january because we have not seen anything from it in quite a long time and but it looks cool i mean it looks like very it's very much invoking dead space in it um very creepy uh very messy so uh yeah it was a good trailer, but not for not for this one, not for the show. Okay, well, if you're into that, go look it up, guys. The Lords of the Fallen gets a new title, previously Lord of the Fallen Two, and a trailer which shows even more gritty and dark fantasy that fans of the Souls like are sure to love. Targeting a 2023 release, 2023. All the twenties, all the twenties, um, guys. I forgot they had announced the sequel to Lords of the Fallen because it was it came out a few like several years ago, like I want to say 2016, 2015, and it was a Souls like clone, um, and it was okay. Like it was tough in the beginning, but it was one of those like after you like yeah you could make if you are like a hardcore hardcore Dark Souls player, it's like well if you just make this build like, the game that can be easy too. I'm like yes we get it, but mm. how often does that happen? Lords of the Fallen, most everyone, once you got your character up to like a certain level and got some certain gear, it, it didn't become a challenge anymore. So I forgot they did, they were doing a sequel to it. Because when, when I just saw the title and I watched the trailer, I'm just like, are they rebooting this franchise? Like, yeah. like it doesn't even look the same and whatnot, but it's like, no, it's a sequel. I'm like, okay, whatever, I guess. I mean, it, 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 it does look gritty. It doesn't even look like the first one. In, t- in certain aspects, because the first one kind of looked more like Nordic with the symbols on your character's face and all that. But this one seems like more medieval, like more more World of Warcraft, I would say, hmm. in terms of like the aesthetic feel. But, you know, kudos for them for sticking with it and uh, want, still wanting to make the sequel. That's 2020-23, guys. Exactly. The far, 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 far future. <laughs> Moving Out 2 has been announced, confirmed to include online co-op just cool it was a nice little game it's like you know like literally what it is moving out you're you're like a moving company and you're supposed to work together to move things out and you got obstacles think of like overcooked uh mm-hmm. but 
with you know a moving company and the, when they announced the sequel i'm like oh cool i'm glad this game got a second chance and because it has it had couch co-op but now they're putting in online co-op for the sequel as they should because you need to keep couch co-op yes but online co-op talking about you star wars lego star wars yeah <laughs> not that you're targeting anybody i did i targeted them talking to you about about you wb and all your games hogwarts legacy officially gets a new gameplay trailer so let's check that one out this one was a good one i watched it already so yeah it's it's got some good stuff to it the more we know about salazar slytherin and the dark arts the best prepared we'll be if well you know me uses dark magic i will notify the headmaster immediately i just kill him right there it's like you won't be telling anybody curses are so named for a reason a spell that could save your life shouldn't be unforgivable the dark arts seem harmless until it's too late none of us will be able to avoid dark magic forever what do we do now it's up to us i can teach you crucio or i can cast it on you dang yeah You've made your choice. The Zambies. Them Draugr. <laughs> right. Everywhere. Man, nah, -uh, nah, -uh, uh, uh. I don't want to see that basilisk again. <laughs> Troll. The two of you done. <laughs> That's a naked horse or a naked hippogriff. Okay, so we can pre order and get yep. the Thestral amount, Dark Arts cosmetic set, Dark Arts battle arena. All those good things. 72 yeah. early access. 72 hour early access. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, I'm just going to call it right now, Derek. Yeah. Do you think I'm going to be a good or bad wizard? Uh, considering your history with Star Wars, you're going to be a bad wizard. <laughs> no, like, bad, bad is, you know, subject. It's so good to be bad. Exactly. You know what I mean? It's like, you're giving me the choice. I'm going to take it. Gonna take it. So I wonder I wonder because this is a story trailer, right? Because you mm -hmm. know, up until this point we had just seen like the history of like the, the beginnings of Hogwarts, you know, and they're yeah. doing this now that now that they're throwing this in, do you think this is gonna be more of like a sideline and uh, a side quest type of thing, or do you think this is gonna be part of the main story? Because this is gonna be an interesting take if it's part of the main story. I think this is gonna be a potential path. Uh, kind of like uh, Detroit Become Human, where you yeah. had all these different branching things. Um, I think it will be a branching where you can learn Crucio, the, you know, Killing Curse, the, you know, uh, what is the one that's like, oh, you're going to be my puppet. I can't remember what that is. I there you go. I can't remember what that is either. Yeah, the Avada, go do what I tell you to do curse. Avada Kedabra kills you. No, um, Avada, Avada, go do what I tell you to do. Oh, yeah. That's the curse. Know. For everybody, all the Harry Potter people are like, oh my God, he doesn't even know the the third. It's Crucio. Patty cake, patty cake, 
and then Avada Kedavra. You know what I mean? Hold on, let's see. The Imperious Curse. Nah, it's Patty Cake. Okay, sure. <laughs> Imperious Curse. That's the one that controls people. Crucio, yeah. like you make them like writhe in pain, like you're yep. you're torturing them. Uh, yep. That's that's that one. So I'm excited. So, February tenth. It's good birthday I'm present. Throw, I'm, I'm gonna throw this out here. Just pie in the sky, I probably will gain no traction because I'm not you when it comes to predictions. Mm-hmm. Seeing this trailer, mm-hmm. if this becomes a main storyline, like let, let's just now it has to be part of the main storyline because if it's if it's like a branching narrative, it's more of like a what if type of thing. It's not going to be like stu- you know hardcore truth. If this becomes part of the main storyline, and you do become a dark wizard, I predict you're going to be one of the founders of the Death Eaters. Mm. So, but this is like way. That's true or not, we'll find out February tenth. Yeah, but this is like way in the future. I mean, way in the in the past. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. But the death hmm, were the Death Eaters before Voldemort. I can't remember. I can't, I know they were around the time of. Um, I, Voldemort. Yeah, but I can't remember if they were. I don't know if it's like a quarter owls thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, we'll go to the shire and we'll figure it all out, guys. We'll figure yeah. it all out. New tales from the Borderlands officially revealed. Trailer shows plenty of the classic comedy that fans of the original Telltale series liked and was releasing October twenty first. Is it this year? Yeah. Jeez, I know it just gets announced. It's one of those surprises, and it's here, um, li- but literally two months, two months out. I mean, it's been leaked and teased here and there, but I mean, like it's an official like two months and now surprise, um, which is coming out the same day as another game that we'll get into here later on in the duck. Um, but it, I saw the trailer. It is funny. It is got that slapstick comedy. I mean, it's mm. got the Borderlands comedy for sure, but like it's yeah. got that thing of like where it focuses on a, on a band of characters. It's like Tales of the Borderlands, like not archetype tropes like the t- traditional Borderlands games are. It's got a story to it. It's, it has no tie-ins with the original Tales of the Borderlands. Um, the only thing that I question is what the gameplay style will be because it was a because uh, spoilers for Gamescom. Obviously, it was a lot of CG. Not a lot of gameplay in this conference, and this was sounds like an Xbox more... conference. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh god. Anyway, um, <laughs> I don't know if it's going to be because while it's it, it is tied into Tales from the Borderlands, and I don't remember if Telltale is assigned to this or not because they're doing uh, the Expanse uh, game on the Expanse TV series. Um. I don't know what gameplay style, if it's going to have the point and click adventure or if it's going to be more like free action. I don't know. That's the only thing I question is what the gameplay style is going to be. You know, good for them for bringing this series back. Yeah. If it's going to be in the telltale style and everything, it's going to be that point and click. Like they're, they're not going to break that. You know, it might work better. It might actually run. Uh, (laughs) But, uh, which I, I liked Tales from the Borderlands. I never finished it, but it was hilarious. Like, I remember yeah. laughing my butt off oh, yeah. uh, playing that game. The few chapters that I did play, I need to go back and just redo it all because uh, it was a ton of fun. Uh, but, yeah. you know, that'll never happen. Moving on, Dying Lights 2's first major expansion, Bloody Ties. You can find them over in the men's section. DLC has been announced for October 13th. 
Yeah, I saw it. It's their first story expansion for Dying Light 2. Um, I, I keep forgetting that game came out literally the day I got hired at Publix. Um, and I haven't, I haven't even played through Dying Light 1. I need to. Um, maybe that'll be Game Club game down the road. I don't know. We'll, we'll see. No. Um, anyway, <laughs> I saw the trailer. I, I know it probably won't be Zach's, but, you know, I was just trying to shoot, you know, test the waters, you know. <laughs> um, but I saw the trailer. It's more of like the arena combat type thing. Like, it's like you get dropped in and, like, you have to fight humans. And then, as I guess, as you go through the waves, you do fight the zombies. Um, so, yeah, it's very, as, as the name persists, it's uh, very bloody. So, yeah, October 13th, right around the corner. Tortuga, a pirate's tale. Talking to you, Murdoch. Perk up them ears. Tortuga, a pirate's tale has been revealed, becoming to PlayStation, Xbox, and PC. A lot of pirates. Tortuga. Yeah, I, I just stuck in here because there's another pirate game. Because now all of a sudden pirates are coming out the woodworks here. We got Sea of Thieves going strong. Uh, Skull and Bones finally coming out. Um, and now this one. Um, they didn't show a lot. Um, so we're going to just move on to the next one. So just throwing that out there. Another pirate game. Sonic Frontiers is setting its sights on Skull and Bones date. Confirms that it will be releasing November 8th. Yeah. So, and and Sega was adamant. It's like, they've said twice now. It's like, we're not delaying the game. Then, ironically, last week when we when we did our show, they're like, ask him again. It's like, so the game is going to be delayed? Question mark. He's like, nope. Coming out 2022. And a week later, they have a release date for November 8th. It's coming for Skull and Bones. It's going to give it a run for its money. And then it's going to actually be destroyed the next day <laughs> by God of War. So, <laughs> the, just throwing this out here, because there's been skepticism for both Skull and Bones and Sonic Frontiers. Let's throw God of War, because it's going to eat both of those games lunch. Let's, let's oh, yeah. just throw that out there. What game do you think is going to have, what game do you have better hopes for? Sonic Frontiers or Skull and Bones? Mm. And I'm not gonna. I, allow, I'm not gonna let you get out. You can't say neither. I think Skull and Bones will do better than Sonic. The reason why Sonic has had so many bad games that their fan base has not is not as stable. It's not like a Mario right. game where it's very stable. It sells well. Uh, like even if you said, okay, Breath of the Wild two was coming out. I still think God of War would do better than Breath of the Wild. Yeah. Even if it, yeah, like even if even if it sold better, like it would probably still still do better critically, for sure. Yeah, and like, I, and I do agree because Skull and I mean it's two different gameplay styles, but you're right. Um, Sonic has had that marred history of like a lot of bad games, like Sonic and the Black Knight. Woof, <laughs> woof. Um, yeah, I think the movies have helped the perception of Sonic. Yes. Um, and I think that is creating new younger fans. Uh, yeah. But I, I think that this might be the turning point where maybe you know if the game is good, of course, Sonic you know can start getting that momentum back. Uh, but I think that you will see the sales will be split on this because more people are having less money because of all the economic yep. reasons and everything. Yep. So they're going to buy the game that they really want to play. Is that Sonic? They'll get it. Is it Skull and Bones? They'll get it. Or yep. will they wait one day and get God of War? Yep. You know, it kind of just depends on who the person is. But I think yep. Skull and Bones will do better than Sonic. But God of War, of course, is going to, you know, destroy yep. both of them. Because it is like, 
it's coming they out on PS. Fight it out for a day, and then the, the king will come and trample both of them. Yeah, because God of War Ragnarok is on PS4 and PS5, correct? Yes. Okay, so 117 million consoles plus whatever the PlayStation 5 has. At least another 22. You know what I mean? Like, I'm just saying, like, that install yeah. base is huge. Yeah. So, you know, it'll just be under the waves because that was also revealed by Quantic Dream and Parallel Studio, a narrative-driven adventure game about an oil company diver in the 1970s who is exploring the depths of the North Sea, expected to release in 2023. And I did see the trailer on this. It's very, like, aesthetically pleasing. Like, you know, it is, like, it is. It's, um... It is heavy on the story, and I was surprised Quantic Dream, because they already announced their Star Wars game uh, mm -hmm. Game Awards, and it, granted, it's like at this Years. point a decade away. You know, it's probably, I wouldn't be surprised, it's probably not wrong to say it's a decade away. Um, but it's surprising that they would already announce another game, and it's a year out. Now, granted, it's, they are in collabing with this other studio, yeah. um, but it seems like they're going more back to their roots of, like, narrative-driven games. I wonder if it's going to be, like, point-and-click adventure choice-based stuff, or if it's just going to be, like, heavy on the narrative with, like, limited action. Yeah, like, for me, I, I like... I haven't seen the trailer for this. Mm -hmm. I like Quantic Dream games. I like story-driven games. Uh, you know, a good art style, I'm a sucker for those. Yeah. You know? Derek, would you say this is a Zach game? Like, would you... Probably so because I and I think because unless they do another trailer where it's like serious stuff like people's heads getting chopped off, like I think I think it'll be a definite Zach game that you can stream. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, Murdoch says people upset uh, they in the news after staff issues. What are you talking about, Willis? Are you talking about Quantic? Are they overworking people? Is that what you're talking oh. about? Oh yeah, yeah, okay, yes. Now, now I'm trying to decipher his message, and now it makes sense. It's like, like people who are reading the story are upset because of the staff issues. Like, yeah, the mis workplace misconduct, and yeah, I agree. But I think they're trying to change, like, whether they're trying to actually save face or just trying to like do the old like sleight of hand trick to get people to focus away from that stuff. It is what it is. Like. Yeah, it's the same thing with Hogwarts Legacy, like the stigma around the author of the books and whatnot. But at the end of the day, if the game's a, the game, it, the, the, depending on where you stand, and if the game appeals to you, you'll play it regardless. Um, mm -hmm. And you'll just, you know, it is what it is. I'm just, that's all I'm going to say. I'm not going to get on a soapbox here. Yeah, we try not to get into all, all of that. You can listen to all of that kind of stuff on everybody else's show. Yeah. <laughs> We we save our rants for video game decisions like what I did last week with uh, Beyond Good and Evil 2. We save it for that. Yeah, yeah. But you know who's the GOAT? GOAT Simulator 3, that's who the <laughs> GOAT is, gets its first gameplay trailer showing off more chaos, more GOATs, and randomly, Yoga. It is releasing November 17th. Yeah, so it is, it is what it, that description says. I watched that trailer. It is maniacal chaos. Like, if you didn't play the first one, it is, like, crazy zandy. Like, it, it, most simulator games are, like, you know, farming simulator. Like, you're thinking of this nice, quaint, oh, I'm just going to farm my crops today. I'm going to plant these seeds. Or, like, power wash simulator. You're just cleaning a house, cleaning a driveway, cleaning a car. This one's like, oh, I get to play. At first blush, you would think, oh, I just get to play as a goat. Um, do I live on a farm? Am I a mountain goat? Whatever. It's like, no. You're going to go in there and 
take a boulder with your tongue and sling it and destroy the Statue of Liberty or whatever crazy zany <laughs> stuff he is. It's like completely different simulator game. Um, there's like goats with a rocket pack. Now they showed more goats, like it said. So I wonder if, I can't remember if, I could be wrong. But I think they did add a co-op option in the first game. I think they're just yeah, going to they add did. that like four-player co-op. I think they're going to add mm. four-player co-op in this game going forward, like from the get-go. Okay. It's not going to be an add-on. So um, they they didn't say that, but you know, I, I you could discern from the trailer that's that. So yeah, it's it's more Goat Simulator, but ranked up, you know, cranked up to ten. Cranked up to ten. Now, Derek, we're gonna do we're gonna do fast on these these next. Yeah. hits until we get uh to our next trailer and everything so yeah. uh we'll go we'll go i'll do one you do the next one so i'll okay. go i'll do number seven you do number eight okay i'll do randoms yeah. you do evens return to monkey island gets a september 19th release date aka international talk like a pirate day Our uh speaking of underwater out to sea adventures subnautica developer reveals moonbreaker a tabletop strategy sci-fi game written by brandon sanderson uh hitting early access for pc and mac this fall lies i tell you lies of p as a souls like set in a dark bell bella epoch whatever world <laughs> the player must guide pinocchio to become a real bully while the gameplay gave off bloodborne vibes yeah so if you want a bloodborne sequel Play that game, because it looks exactly like that. Mm. Uh, Stranded Alien Dawn revealed uh, a planet survival sim where the players must venture to a dangerous new world to fight for survival. From the developers of city builders such as Surviving Mars. Ah! I've fallen and I can't get up. Atlas Fallen is a new game from Deck 13, where the primary weapon is sand. Pocket sand. Ah! The trailer showed two warriors finding monster hunter-style beasts using shape-shifting weapons made of sand and sand-based abilities. Anakin would hate this. Yes. Um, did watch the trailer for that one. Really intrigued by this game. Um, Genshin Impact trailer shares, shares first look at Sumaru region along with new characters and powers. Are you high on life? Because High of Life trailer reveals incredibly insulting weapons. You're beautiful. Uh, the, ex <laughs> the Expanse gets new trailer and release window of summer 2023. It's done by Telltale. Uh, watched like a little dev, dev thing. And uh, it is very, you could definitely tell it's a game. It's a Telltale style-esque gameplay. Killer clowns from outer space based on That's the movie. It's becoming an asymmetrical multiplayer game because those do so well. Uh, this three versus seven title will arrive for PC via Steam, PS5, PS4, Xbox Series X and S, Xbox One in early 2023. Because, you know, one, we don't have enough of those. Two, let's base it on something no one really understands or knows. Killer clowns from outer space. You know, because Friday the yeah. 13th wasn't, you know, did actually did pretty well for a little while. You know, yeah. Predator, you know, but hey, let's get something that no one even knows. Next, though, we have Troll 2, the <laughs> game. Right. We're reaching the bottom of the barrel at this point, you know, for 80s properties. Um, did you know Evolve came is coming back? Excuse me? Yeah, Evolve is coming back. Like, they've relaunched the servers. Anyway, what? I digress. Yeah, yeah, anyway. Anyway, yeah, anyway. Um, Age of Empires 4 Ottomans and my Malayans announced 
Malians will focus on wit and strategy to outmaneuver the enemy, while the Ottomans have, a, have access to powerful weaponry, including fortress wall-destroying cannons. Ottomans to the left of me, Ottomans to the right of me, but I put my feet on an Ottoman. New Gotham Knights trailer shows more villains and a re new release date of October 21st. Didn't they already have a release date? Yeah, it, they moved it up four days. It was October 25th. Now they moved it up four days to the 21st. Curious, curious case of yeah. Benjamin Button. But we got a trailer to show you guys, and hopefully, hopefully they've done something to make this game look good. They went gold last week, so I think it makes sense. It's like, you know what? All these games get delayed. We're going to move it up. Like, remember when Shadow of Mordor did that? Yeah, that is right. That is right. Forgot about that. All right, let's take a look at it. Jim Gordon never gave up on anything. That's why Gotham City is still here. It's why I'm still here. And I've known for a while now that someday, like him... I think that's Ray, Renee Montoya? Yeah, I think so. That accent, I think, gives it away. I've seen plenty of criminals in my career, but... Oh, Professor Pig. Could have prepared me for this. I'm glad they're bringing back Mr. Freeze. Yeah. And there's Harley. Well, well, if it isn't Brat Girl. Gotham City is at her weakest. There's blood in the water. And the sharks are circling. Clayface. They're all making their move. Play nice. But we aren't going to give up. A storm has risen over Gotham. Nothing can stop it. I need your help, your skills, your knowledge, your adaptability. Oh, we get to see the Talon. Yep. You got my back? Oh, boys! This biopic is based on a true story. My story. Soon. The world will feel the cold as I do. I got one last little surprise for you. Come to watch the show, Red Hood. Nah, I'm just here to kick your ass. Pre-order now and get the 233 custom Bat Cycle skin. Okay. Like, I'm glad that we're getting to see more of, like, the story-esque and the um, the villains, of course. Yeah. But this game Batman, just... Just like Spider-Man, Batman's rogues gallery is what, is what has made uh, the Arkham games. 100%. This just does not look polished like the other Arkham games. And, like... This is Montreal, right? Yes, this is the person, the team who did Batman Arkham Origins, which I know you've said arguably has the best Batman story. Oh yeah, um, but you know some of the gameplay was still left to be desired. 
yeah the gameplay was a little clunky here and there but the graphics still looked really good yeah. this one feels like it's like 360 era i don't know why like the graphics look look bad yeah. um hopefully the gameplay will be solid but does the bat family just look like um the power rangers like when they're in <laughs> the zordon's like yeah. like i was just like why they're all wearing like the colors that they're supposed to be right. i'm like this you know, feels no, like the power Rangers. All for their secret identities yeah i'm like mm. <laughs> this is really on the nose yeah uh all right where when meets is an open world set in medieval china an rpg set in the 10 kingdoms era bears gameplay elements including hunting horseback riding combat and more the game promises a ton of player choice with the ability to join and influence different kingdoms or literally go in a different direction by becoming a wanderer a doctor a merchant and more and we've got a gameplay trailer i've I've only seen like some images of yeah. this and it looks dope. So I'm it really, does, really excited I, for this. Normally I wouldn't like for a new game, I wouldn't throw a trailer in here, but because of what it represents or like what it's similar to, I want you to watch this because it definitely gives off ghost of Tsushima vibes. Okay. Okay. I'm excited. This is a little bit longer of a trailer guys. It's like yeah. five and a half minutes. So uh, yeah. here we go. Let's go. I post a play with fire. Yep. Okay, I'm sold. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that scene there, I'm Just like, that. <laughs> I'm like, I'm sold. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. It looks kind of anime inspired. Yes. Like the faces. Oh, need son. Very anime inspired. Yeah. Very uh, Final Fantasy inspired. Mmm, that too. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> and then you just book it. Right. Whoa, okay, okay. Yep. Dude. Yeah. Okay. Oh. Oh. Got some kind of magic. 
Whoa! <laughs> hey, that's cool. Yeah! <laughs> oh, dang, you like jump right on the cart. Yeah. That is super cool. Okay, yeah, I'm sold right here. Yeah, I know. That's like, yeah, <laughs> all, those two are definitely Ghost of Tsushima inspired. What? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, not. Nah, mine's bigger. The, go the goose is chasing <laughs> him. Untitled Goose Game 2. Wow, so beautiful. Oh my, this is like Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon kind of stuff. I love it. I love it. I think you're thinking of Black Myth Wukong. That's some Jinjutsu. Right. Infinite Tsukuyomi? Yeah. <laughs> Spencer with that moon. Yeah. Dude. Yeah. So that's the villain or a villain. Oh man. Yeah. All right. Dude's got a black panther. Yeah. Oh, those are dead bodies. At first glance, it's like Sephiroth. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, man. I told you. Oh, man. I told you you'd like it, bro. Uh, that was exciting. Like, I haven't yeah. been excited for a game in a while. Just see it like a new game, seeing a trailer like that. Yeah. Oh, dude. That. Yeah. That hit Ooh. all the right notes for you, I feel like. Yeah, that that was especially some of them like horseback scenes where like you're riding into some of like that beautiful scene. Yeah. Like I saw that first shot where he's riding up the hill. I'm just like, that's Ghost of Tsushima to a T, and I know that's what he's gonna go for. Yeah, like I like that it's not one hundred percent like ghost, but it's like it has ghost inspiration and then it it feels like uh like that style, like you know, Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, where yeah. it's like that that kung fu movie where it's like they do a lot more mystical stuff and everything. Right. Like it's like the perfect pairing of both of those. Because uh, there's a lot of times those games like get too in the weeds 
Like, yeah. I feel like this is going to be a good mix of everything. So, who I cannot wait for it. But, Derek, we've got more. So, go ahead with yeah. the next one. So, Warhammer 40K Dark Tide receives new trailer showing the customization options ahead of its November 30th release for PC with an Xbox release, quote, shortly after. Mm. 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 The Outlast Trials gets a new trailer with a closed beta on the way from October 28th through November 1st. Yeah. I'm joking, but it's like, I think, I think I'm going to put in my early uh, bet to have uh, October Game Club game Outlast 2. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Is the Outlast Trials is not Outlast, right? No, it's in the Outlast universe, but it's multiplayer. There ain't no way to do that happening, boy. <laughs> Uh, just like I never thought this next one was going to ever happen either. I know, like, and we were, it's ironic that we reported on the supposed release leak last week, and it's true. Mm. Dead Island 2 is real and just a few months away, featuring six playable characters, a, quote, pulpy and irreverent tone, and a ton of ways to kill zombies. Coming February 3rd. I'll believe it when I see it. First quarter is, even, even though I know we can speculate a bunch of games can get delayed, First quarter is stacked. It is, I mean, at this point, it's arguably worse than this first quarter of this year. Yeah, 100%. I feel like more people are moving from the end of the year and the middle of the year to the first quarter, uh, which I think in the next year or two, we'll see that kind of shift again. But yeah, a lot of people are putting first quarter and everything but let's get into the playstation news Derek, because we, we we got a lot to cover here as well first yeah. up playstation 5 price increase set for europe japan and select parts of north america so sony interactive entertainment has revealed that the price of the ps5 will be increased in europe japan and parts of north america due to quote high global inflation rates the price increase is effective immediately and applies to both the PS5 Standard Edition and PS5 Digital Edition. The price will remain unchanged in the United States, but Sony has said that the console may yet see a price hike in EMEA, APAC, and LATAM regions, which I'll get to that. They have the acronyms broken down um, in, in a quote. Uh, Jim Ryan, president and CEO of Sony Interactive Entertainment, commented, the global economic environment is a challenge that many of you around the world are no doubt experiencing. We're seeing high global inflation rates as well as adverse currency trends impacting consumers and creating pressure on many industries. Based on these challenging economic conditions, SIE has made the difficult decision to increase the re- recommended retail price of PlayStation 5 to select markets across Europe, Middle East, and Africa. Asia Pacific, Latin America, as well as Canada. There will be no price increasing in the United States. But wait, before we get into that, there's a sidebar as PS5 price increase to have minimal impact on sales, says analyst. Following the news that Sony will be increasing the price the, the price of the PS5 in select countries, Ampere analysis peers harding role harding roles. And don't ask me to say that again, has predicted that the move will likely have a minimal impact on sales. Harding Rolls believes that beyond the obvious disappointment among consumers regarding the price hike for PS5, overall sales are unlikely to suffer a a major decline. Quote, while we believe there will be disappointment for some consumers that have been trying to buy a PS5 without success, 
or that were saving to buy the console just in time for the price to increase, the high pent-up demand for Sony's device means that this price increase around 10% across most markets will have minimal impact on sales of the console. We expect Sony's sales forecast for the PS5 to remain unchanged. Sony attributed the increase in price of the PS5 to high global inflation rates, Harding Rolls added. Given the fact that the PS5 has been severely supply constrained since launch, with many consumers unable to buy Sony's latest console, and the fact that Microsoft has shown no indication yet of increasing its Xbox Series pricing, there is no doubt that this price increase will have been a hard decision to make. However, with inflation and price increases being felt through the, com the component supply chain, much of that price in U.S. dollars alongside continued high cost and distribution, Sony has now had to pass on some of those cost increases to try and maintain its hardware profitability targets. And, and they did, just to add an addendum here, uh, Xbox did come out shortly after this, um, this was announced and said that they will not be hiking up their price at least for the foreseeable future of the series x and s yeah well microsoft can afford to operate at a loss right because Game Pass makes money hand over fist yeah well microsoft has that kind of money they got they got a lot more money than sony yeah. does uh so they can play that game a lot longer than sony can uh and this is the second piece of gaming hardware that we've seen price increase uh, a few weeks mm -hmm. ago we saw the oculus uh quest yep. 2 increase in price now the playstation it's interesting not in the u.s um but yeah. everywhere else um and i think that is because of supply and demand in the u.s like they know yeah. that they can move more here probably than anywhere else right uh, because people have more kind of like probably like the shipping like overseas costs in other countries are probably more expensive yeah um like do i see this as a negative thing like yeah like i do for the consumer but in the end it's like sony is a business they have to operate yeah in a way that can make money i know that sony in the past has operated a loss especially when they console launches uh, yep. for each one of them so like they already probably have been operating at a loss, you know, or yeah. barely scraping by. And now the increase of parts cost increase of inflation, uh, you know, the demands yeah. of it, like they've got to do something to still make a buck. That's why you go to a restaurant. I've been to so many restaurants where a few weeks ago it was, you know, $7 for a hamburger. Now it's $9 for a hamburger. Yep. Um, yep. Or like I eat Lara bars. A few months ago, a six uh, count Lara bar box, six dollars. Mm. Now it's nine dollars. Oof. You know, and so it's 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 something we see in a lot of things. And tech is such an expensive thing. Yep. Where they have to make that profit up, but you also see a lot of things become a lot cheaper. Like you look at TVs now, you can get oh, TVs yeah. like super cheap. So it's like some things have become cheaper to make. While this is a new piece of hardware, and it's a lot yeah. harder to make a PlayStation Five than it is an EV. So right. So um, yeah, it's sad to see. And I mean, I looked at the price breakdown because I mean, since it didn't affect the United States, I didn't include it here in, in the article. Um, but it's like in Canada, it's only like a $20 hike. Um, okay. in Europe, it's like a $30 hike. And of course, like some of it's going to be like in Mexico, it was like a thousand, like a thousand of their currency. Like, I don't want to say a thousand dollars, but like a thousand of their currency type of thing, you know, just, 
uh, type of thing. So, I mean, it, they said 10% across the board. So, I mean, it's it's different for everyone. But, I mean, it's not like it's like, oh, we have to raise it like almost half of the existing price. And I'm like, mm, then then you, lo- then you lose yeah. it. And, it's just, and, you know, I like how they, well, I shouldn't say I like, but it's it's interesting that they came out and said, or an analyst came out and said, oh, this won't affect sales. And it's like, think, seeing it that it's only 10%, like it's, it was a 50% increase, then they'd be yeah. singing another tune. But 10%, they can, I guess, because people are still buying it, like buying food, even though, like you said, from 6 to $9, that's a 50% sales hike. Um, that you, people still got to eat. They may not yep. eat all the food that they were able to eat, but they still got to eat. So they figure it's like, all right, people still want a game. People still can game. It's not going to affect Sony too much. I'm like, okay, that's fair. Yeah. And I think, you know, looking like we've said it so many times, if you're a gamer, there are a lot of ways, like if you can't afford a PS five, you know, I couldn't afford a PS five. Had Derek give me one. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't hold a gun to his head or anything. But if you can't afford something, you go about it in different ways. Epic yep. gives away games all the time on their service. Yep. Or you go with Game Pass, the yep. best deal in gaming. Like, hands down, the yeah. best deal in gaming. So there are a lot of ways to still be able to play new releases and not break the bank. Like, mm-hmm. again, Game Pass the yes, you can play so much and never get all the way through it it's like the netflix of gaming but right. better way better right especially this day of an age of netflix it's like the heyday of netflix when they're actually right. making good stuff and not yeah. just you know and and not increasing the price every month mm-hmm. speaking of good stuff we got some playstation quickies that derek is bringing to you right now so, starting off, PlayStation tournaments on PS5 have been detailed, with a public beta set to roll out in the coming weeks. Uh, a PlayStation showcase has reportedly p- been pegged for September 8th. It's not, not been confirmed yet, but m- may potentially mark your calendars for that date. Hopefully, it's in the realm of, like, the Spider-Man 2 Wolverine announcements and not, like, small indie things, but we'll see. PlayStation VR 2 will release in early 2023, confirmed Sony. That is factual. That is not hearsay. That is factual. Uh, early next year, PSVR 2, mark it down. Uh, following that, Moss Book 2, PSVR 2 version, possibly teased by dev. Um, this next set is some Sony cinema news. Now, I have to say one of the unmentionables just because it's, it's a thing. Uh, Days Gone film reportedly in the works with Outlander's Sam Hugan potentially involved. A Gravity Rush movie is in development, which that one's a weird one. Uh, Horizon Zero Dawn Netflix show is being headed by Umbrella Academy's Steve Blackman. Aloy confirmed as one of the main characters. Uh, Kana Bridge of Spirits is getting an anniversary update, including New Game Plus and a Steam version. Uh, Some Destiny news this week. Destiny 2 Lightfall expansion coming February 28th. And while Season Season of Plunder is out now... Um, that's part of the Beyond Light expansion that's out now. Uh, Bungie will no longer sunset Destiny 2 expansions going forward. Uh, I didn't know where to put this one, so I just put it here, even though it's not specifically to PlayStation. Uh, Destiny 2 arrives on Epic Game Store and Fortnite this week, and it's coming to Fall Guys September 17th. Uh, rumor, The Last of Us Part 1 to feature new unlocked frame rate mode, allowing the game to target up to 120 frames per second. And last one, this one is for you, Zach. Development for Star Wars KOTOR Remake has officially moved from Aspire Media to Saber Interactive, which that one's intriguing. 
Saber has done good with the games they had, they've done in the past. So I'm intrigued to see what they're going to do with this big a property. Yeah, and it, it's interesting, like all the things we've talked about this, you know, last week about this development tanking and the potential yeah. of like everything. So I, I'm glad that someone's been going to make the game. Uh, I'm, yeah. I'm really happy for it. I'm really excited for it. Gravity Rush. I need to go back and play that game. I started it, but I never finished it. So it's yeah. interesting that it's getting a movie. Um, <laughs> when it's like Aloy's confirmed as one of the main characters, it's like Aloy is the main yeah. character. But anyway, you know, I don't hold my think, breath. Are they going to do like a prequel, like before she grows up, like where it's just her, like growing up with Ross? You know what I would love to see? I would love what? to see elizabeth like i would love to see that Ooh, timeline yeah like, that would be way cooler like to see like all the chaos all yeah. of those things everything to being destroyed and everything that's think, what i would like to see i think an easy thing would be like if they did a two timeline thing where they showed mm -hmm. like aloy like in the present and then go cuts back to like where she stumbles upon the site and it's like all right goes back in time to where elizabeth goes there and it's like that yeah. i think i think i can't confirm it because obviously it's still very early in development but I feel like that's the easiest thing that they can do. Yeah, definitely. Hopefully it will stay true to the story. I don't want a lot of junk in there. Like, yeah. if you think about, like, the the story, like, it's got its own politics of that universe and that day yeah. and everything. That's fine. I don't want all this other junk put into it. Like, yeah. I want Horizon Zero Dawn. Like, I don't yeah. want today's junk in there like yeah. i want i want to see the political intrigue and the issues of that universe and that timeline in there that's what i right. what intrigues me that's why i love that game so much that's what i want to see yeah Derek, you know what everybody else wants to see the quick hits the quick Question hits <laughs> so starting off devolver digital denies claims that sony paid to block cult of the lamb from game pass uh, Blizzard says Diablo 4 won't include any pay-to-win uh, Diablo Immortal-style microtransactions. Call of Duty Vanguard and Warzone Season 5 Final Stand out now. So you can bet your bottom dollar that Warzone 2 is a thing because it's been, been gaining traction. We've talked about it as a thing before. If this is their final season for that multiplayer, you got to think Warzone 2 is soon to be coming. Uh, Marvel's Avengers adding Bucky Barnes as its next hero just when you think that game was done. Uh, Final Fantasy 16's uh, producer admits combat won't satisfy everyone. Uh, Death Stranding is out now on PC Game Pass, as we alluded to earlier. High on Life has been delayed to December 13th. It was supposed to be, I think, late October, but now it's mid-December. Mid uh, Quake Champions, speaking of games that rise from the ashes, exits early access five years after release. Uh, one Redfall mission location is bigger than Praise, the 2017 game by the same studio. It, it's bigger than its entire Talos space station. So you can predict this game is going to be massive. Uh, Netflix is seemingly looking to make cloud gaming part of the service. A Plague Tale Requiem has gone gold ahead of, uh, of its October release. Uh, Jeff Grubb claims that Star Wars Jedi Survivor is coming in March of next year, alongside newly revealed prequel book Star Wars Jedi Battlescars, which is an amazing title. Uh, multi some Multiverses news for you, Zach. Multiverses was July's best-selling game in the U.S. thanks to its Founders Pack. Uh, Multiverses eclipses 20 million players in less than a month. 
and Morty is out from Rick and Morty is out now in multiverses. Uh, Bloodstained Ritual of the Night adds journey themed boss area this week. Uh, P another game from the ashes that you forgot about PGA Tour 2 2K23 puts Tiger Woods on the cover and sets a release date for October 14th. Um, Yakuza's Toshihiro Nagoshi, Nagoshi says that his new game will be, quote, violent and silly like a Tarantino movie. Uh, following that, uh, Nagashi left Sega because he didn't fancy becoming its CEO. Uh, the Game Awards sets a date for December 8th. Battlefield 2042 will introduce a class system in Season 3. Uh, an, an interesting one that I'm glad didn't come to fruition. Resident Evil 7 could have been a live service game with microtransactions if Capcom had its way. Thank goodness they didn't. Uh, Square Enix may be opening a new Western branch called Studio Onoma. Uh, the Dark Pictures The Devil in Me launches November 18th. New Time Crisis and Steel Gunner trademarks filed by Bandai Namco. Elden Ring publisher looking to secure IP and partnerships in wake of multiple industry mergers and acquisitions. After a seven-month shutdown, Dark Souls 3 servers are online again, with Dark Souls 1 and 2 to follow shortly. And lastly, Obsidian's Pentiment gets a November 15th release. A lot of stuff. A lot of stuff. Yeah. You know, uh, when you really don't want to be the CEO that you quit. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know what I mean? But, hey, like, I, I think Sega needs good, strong leadership. And if the person that you are tapping for CEO literally quits because they don't want that position. Yeah. That says a lot. That yep. says a lot. Um, what, what game did they make? They made like a really big game. This guy. Um, Yakuza. Oh yeah, yeah. 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 There we go. That's that's yeah. Him. Yeah. Yeah. It was literally the, the line before that. There you go. <laughs> You're good. There you go. You know, you know, who's Phil Collins, Derek? Who's Phil Collins? Uh, Dan had an interesting, interesting comment uh, talking about the Horizon show. Uh, yeah. It might be between the first and second games, or after the second. It just feels weird to have that dual timeline with Aloy not knowing about Li Elizabeth yet. Well, I'm not saying like, like the dual timeline thing. Like they could just show it because the pat, like the the past stuff, like went in the first game while she's digging it and finding out more about the past because she's trying to find out more about her lineage is so crucial like even though we don't see it on screen like we see it in, like holograms for the most part it's mm. so integral that i think it would be it would be done justice in a tv movie format to actually show like actual like instead of just getting audio descriptions or like hearing it like mm. play out like and not seeing it visually to have that happen like i would like to see what kind of budget they could work with to bring that stuff to life you know and just see because we see like it's like old buildings covered by vegetation and forests and whatnot it's interesting to see like how would that would be recreated in back in that time period with like a netflix budget what was ferris's name ted ferris oh, ted, no, ted Fa farrow ted farrow they're gonna have to find a big jerk to play him yeah big old jerk I'm trying to think who, who i don't know who would play on like or Giancarlo Esposito. No, uh, what is his name? Homelander, the dude that plays Homelander. 
Uh, I didn't watch Homelander, so I don't know who you're talking no, about. No, it's it's from the boys. Anthony Starr. Oh. Like apparently he's like. Oh. <laughs> I've never watched the boys either, but I've seen enough like videos and clips of him to know that he's very like big jerk energy. So mm. yeah, that I think I'd agree with you on that one. Yeah, I think he would he would be a good Ted Farrow. One hundred percent. Yeah. And guys, you know what you would be? Awesome. Because you are awesome. Yes, exactly. You've stayed with us through the whole thing. We've we've went through the desert on a horse with no name. Felt good to be out of the rain. That's a throwback. You you bringing the throwbacks out tonight, sir. You know me. You know me. Guys, we hope that you enjoyed the show. Make sure to hit the like, share, subscribe, all those good things. Follow if you're over on the Twitch of Roonies. And make sure to check out the podcast version. You can check it out on any podcast service that you enjoy listening to. And make sure to come back next week when Derek eats a whole cantaloupe in one sitting. <laughs> maybe maybe that's a yes and Derek. no yeah it is 100 there's just, just go with it Derek. just, just go with it just it's with whippy it. big mac masterson sir yeah oh whippy big mac masterson's <laughs> guys thank you so much for watching this has been zach and whippy big mac masterson y'all have a blessed week bye